welcome to the Narrowing Path, Walking the Spiritual Walk. My name is Steve Van Einstein. Thank you all for joining me again today. As we go through and we do today's reading from James Allen's Daily Meditations. And we'll be doing August 4th, obviously, today. And we'll see where it takes us. It's been a it's been a shift in direction for the first couple days of August, but I'm been uh, been a good recentering for myself, right? So uh, I I hope y'all find it equally as in, encouraging, and um, we'll see what today's brings. So this will be so, uh, fresh to you and fresh to me, meaning this will be the first time that I read or hear this meditation, right? On the podcast with y'all. So you'll get my genuine response, reactions, observations, and what I really do about the reading. So here we go. This is August 4th reading from James Allen's Daily Meditations. Self and error are synonymous. Error is involved in the darkness of unfathomable complexity, but eternal simplicity is the glory of truth. Love of self shuts men out from truth, and seeking their own personal happiness, they lose deeper, purer, and more abiding bliss. Says Carlyle, there is in man a higher than happiness. He can do without happiness, and instead find blessedness. Love, not pleasure. Love, God. This is the everlasting yeah. Wherein, wherein all contradiction is solved, wherein whoso walks and works is well within. He who has yielded up that self, that personality that most men love and to which they cling, with such fierce tenacity, has left behind him all perplexity, and has entered into a simplicity so profoundly simple as to be looked upon by the world, involved as it is in a network of error, as foolishness. At rest in the infinite. This is a, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, I was trying not to do that, um, but I, I relate to this one. This is something that I struggle with now. I really do. I struggle with um, what serves myself. You know, I struggle with what, I can still fall into the serving of my ego, I guess is what I'm saying. I can still fall into the identification of myself as my personality. It's uh, not that far off for me to be able to do that still. So I, I really enjoyed this. And like that, op the, the line this opens with, I find to be... 100% true. This is the thing. 
self and error are synonymous. When I do things for my own selfish interests, with my own selfish intentions, there's always a problem. Or there's always some ulterior motive. So it's not always 100% genuine. If I'm doing things so I get certain things, then I'm always doing things for self-serving reasons, which seems obvious that in in my mind, my old way of thinking, everyone did everything for self-serving reasons. And that's not necessarily untrue. There's a lot of people that do still, you know. But what I've come to find out is that when I do things for the right reasons, when I do things, the right things for the right reasons, I have peace and something beyond happiness like I talked about here. So self and error are synonymous. The goal here is not to serve self anymore. It's to serve the God of your understanding. And through that, you'll be given and obtain everything you've ever wanted. That this is the this is the trick. You can't do it for that reason. Your motivation has to change. To not do things to serve self only, but to do things to serve God. Concept of them. And that to be your sole purpose. And that to be your direction that you take in life. Because it's the right thing to do. And that's where that thought ends. Which is, to many, is a big ask. So, all right here. This is the main body of it. Yeah, the opening line again was self and error are synonymous, which I believe to be true, because anytime I'm serving myself, I'm usually not doing the right thing or putting expectations and requirements on situations or people that are unnecessary, that's unhealthy, unnecessary. So here, yeah, this is the main body. Error is involved in the darkness of unfathomable complexity, but eternal simplicity the glory of truth. Uh, <laughs> simplicity. It's something to look for in situations. What's the simplest answer? Because usually the most truth is found there. The most spiritual living is found there. It's been my experience at least. When things are getting complicated and multiple parties are getting involved in considerations and all these other things, we're really working to serve and protect and feed other people's egos, including ourselves, in one way or another. So we're trying to serve multiple selves instead of doing the right thing for the right reason. So the more simple the solution, most of the time, the more spiritual it is. 
as convoluted as that might seem. Eternal simplicity is the glory of truth. Love of self shuts men out from the truth, and seeking their own personal happiness, they lose the deeper, purer, and more abiding bliss. Right? Because we can we seek what we know. We seek what we believe is out there. Right? And the thing is, we can only conceptualize of so much. We can only picture so many things. So what we actually do is we do things to get ourselves to a certain state of peace, or not even true peace, of pleasure, right? Of excitement, um, appeasement of ego, however it sounds or looks for you that we think will achieve the goal that we want, right? So the actions we make cause error out of the love for ourselves. And that love for ourselves shuts us out from truth and seeking our own per... And when we try to seek our own personal happiness, when we make our own personal happiness the end goal, we're just serving ourselves. Side note, just so you know. They lose the deeper, pure, and more abiding bliss. There's something better than just seeking a happy life. One with deep purpose and joy and contentment that I didn't know was possible. I didn't. I didn't re realize it was a potential outcome that I could have. But I'll tell you that this has been the most amazing eye-opening journey that I've ever, that I could have ever imagined. And I do feel like I'm genuinely just at the start of it, too. So there's just so much that I'm going to still experience, right? So there's a deeper, pure, and more abiding bliss than the one we think we need to find for ourselves. The, than the one we aim at. When we walk the spiritual way of life, you'll stumble into something you didn't know was there. Pretty amazing. All right, now for the Carlyle quote. Says Carlyle, there is in man a higher than happiness. That's what we were just talking about, that bliss. Deeper, pure, and more abiding bliss. We think happiness is the end goal, but it's not. He can do without happiness. Right there, what a line. What, what a concept. That, that, that'll shatter people's worlds these days. You, man can do without happiness. And instead, thereof find blessedness. There we go. Blessedness. That's the deeper, purer, more abiding bliss. Blessedness. Love. Not. Oh, excuse me. I put the emphasis in the wrong place. Love not pleasure. Love God. Your soul will feel so much more aligned with the world. You will, you, when you love God and you want to serve that God, whatever that might be for you, you'll find blessedness and you'll find a life you didn't know was possible instead of just trying to seek pleasure to give you that temporary feeling of happiness.
that you believe is the goal in life. It's not. This is the everlasting yeah, or yay, I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Y-E-A, this is the everlasting yay, wherein all contradiction is solved. Wherein whoso walks and works, it is well with him. So when we live this way of life, when we serve the God of our understanding by practicing the spiritual way of living, by living with these by these principles and these disciplines and virtues, right? That wherein all contradiction is solved. That's where the contradiction is solved. Things straighten out when you start doing that. Things get a whole lot simpler when you start doing that. Honestly, people get scared of it when it starts to get simple and um, normalized to living this way because it's chaos is addictive in and of itself. People find peace for the first time in their life and they think it's boredom. <laughs> was a distinction I had to make. And then he says, wherein whoever, wherein whoso walks and works. So who walks the walk and talks the talk, so to say, right? That's what we're saying here. Who actually is a person of action regarding their words. Like they, they, they live what they speak. Right? We, they live by these principles that they value and they talk about, they practice the disciplines and the virtues that they speak about. All is well with him. So, he who has yielded up that self, that personality that most men love, and to which they cling with such fierce tenacity as left behind them all perplexity, and has entered into a simplicity so profoundly simple as to be looked upon by the world involved as it is in a network of error as foolishness. I love that. So what he's saying here, he who has yielded up that self, that personality that most men loves, to which they clings with such fierce tenacity, that those personalities we define ourselves by, those characteristics we define ourselves by, which we think actually dictates our actions and our thoughts, it's not true. We cling to that mask dearly. We sew that onto our faces. But that doesn't have to be us. We've cho chosen to do that. Right? We've chosen to hold on to that personality. But he who has yielded up that self has left all has left behind him all perplexity and has entered into a simplicity so profoundly simple to be looked upon by the world involved as it is with the network of error as foolishness right so well when you start living this way of life and you start to change these things right Your life gets simpler because you're not fighting. When you fully have surrendered your personality, which I've, uh, well, again, reiterate, I don't have um, a full handle on yet. I'm working on it. And 
I'm aware of it, and I make a conscious effort not to function within it, operate within it. When I can step outside of that personality, I can, it's so much more simple to choose honesty, to choose love, to choose forgiveness, courageousness, hope, faith, integrity, willingness. Courage, I think I mentioned that one. Like it, it, it's, when I can finally step outside myself, the answer is usually pretty clear. That's the craziest part about it. This is true. It gets much, much more simple. So, so much more simple when we just get outside of our own personality and stop serving ourselves. But everyone else will see it as foolish. We'll see it as irresponsible. Or dis it'll be condemned a lot of times because people don't know how to step outside of themselves to do the right thing for the right reasons because it's the right thing to do. And what when you take actions, don't serve yourself in the best way possible. which people pride themselves on most time, finding a solution to a situation which serves them the best, right? That's what most people think life is about. Instead of making decisions that serve others the best, regardless of how it affects you. You'll be called foolish. You'll miss opportunities, they'll say. They're you know, throwing this away or throwing that away. But the reality of it is, the faith you have that life will be exactly what it's supposed to be because you're choosing to follow the principles and tenets of a different way of living. It's much more powerful. Not many can comprehend it. I mean, I'm still getting a grasp on it. Then the last line simple and to the point at rest in the infinite there's peace there when you get out of your own way there's peace there when you don't constantly have to decide which master to serve it's pretty amazing so well all right well that's the end of the reading for today and I, I love this stuff on personality. It's something that I'm actively working on, so it's a good thing for me to read about, that's for sure. So thank you all for joining me again tonight. I truly do appreciate it, and um, we'll look forward to tomorrow. All right, so until next time. Thanks. Thanks.